0: Lord allowed us to preach out of the book of James. We were reminded this week that there's a reason James is in our name. We are the St. James Baptist Church. And the Lord reminded us this week of just what it means to be under the umbrella of the name James. James. And I want to publicly thank the Lord and thank all of you um, for helping us to be reminded that God makes no mistakes. One verse of scripture found in James chapter 1, it's a familiar verse to every member of St. James. Verse 22 simply reads, But be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. deceiving your own selves. Yes. James 1, yes. Amen. I want to call your attention to that passage of scripture and I want to talk from this thought. Action speaks louder than words. Action speaks louder than words. Thank you. I don't think I need to say much more, but action speaks louder than words. The interesting aspect about the book of James is the Lord reveals to us that he is an intentional God. And whether you know it or not, God allows us to know that he knows what he's doing, even when it does not make sense to you and I. Our shout is, is we have a God who has more foresight than you and I. Because the truth of the matter is, if it was up to me, a whole lot of things would have been done a different way. But also I can attest to this fact, if it had been done my way, it wouldn't have been the best way. Anybody can testify up in here? Um, That you've tried it your way a time or two. You've done it the way you thought was the way it was supposed to go only to discover that your way wasn't always the best way. And James teaches us this because James reminds us of just who we are in the sight of God because when you get to the book of James, it lets us know that you cannot be a person who only talks the talk. But if you're going to be a servant of God, you've got to not only talk it, but you've got to be able to walk it. And James reminds us that there's a whole lot of people that call themselves saved, that say they belong to the Lord Jesus, that say they have a relationship with him. But all they're doing is blowing hot air, because when you walk there, when you watch their actions, you'll notice that their actions never line up with their words. And we've got to be very clear that we be mindful of the fact that it's not about what you say, it's about what you do. James says when you hook up with God, God is not one that just talks to talk. God really knows how to walk the walk. There ought to be a witness in the house that can testify that I learned for myself that God never comes short of his word. If he said he's going to do it, you can write that in the book. Count it all joy because you know he's going to do just what he said. Will
1: anybody testify up in here that you know for yourself whatever God says he's
0: going to do, you go to sleep on that because he is going to do it. James opens up and he says to you and I, here's a few things he wants us to recognize. He says, if your actions are going to be louder than your words, James says, the first thing God has to do for you and I is reveal to us who we really are. Um, I, I need you to get that because you've got to be very careful because when folk come to church, sometimes they get spiritually arrogant. And James says you've got to understand that you can't serve God with a spiritual, arrogant attitude and mindset. If you're going to serve God, God has to reveal to you who you really are. And sometimes when God reveals to me who I really am, I really don't like what I see. But even if I don't like what I see, I've got to be honest with what I see that I can turn what I see into what God wants it to be. You've got to understand
1: that coming to church is good, but being the church is better. Serving the Lord on Sunday is good, but being a representative of God on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is even better. Calling on the name of God on a Sunday is good, but can you call on his name on Monday when that cantankerous co-worker show up in your face that you want to let him have a piece of your mind? But you've been hanging out with the Lord long enough to know if you give him your mind, they can't get saved. But let this mind be in you That was also in Christ Jesus Because only what we do for Christ
0: Is going to last And James says you've got to recognize that you have not been called to
1: be hearers of the word. You have been called to be doers of the word. You have not been called to recite scripture. You have been called to live scripture. You have not been called to invite people to church. You have been called to show people to church. You have been called to be a doer of the word and not merely a hearer of the word. But he says if you're going to be a doer, God must first reveal to you who you are. So when he opens up James chapter 1, verse number 1 and verse number 2 lets us know an interesting parallel about this brother by the name of James. He opens up by saying, I need you to know who I'm writing to. I'm writing to the 12 tribes that have been scattered abroad. In other words, I'm writing to the folk that call themselves believers, but you got to be careful when you call yourself a believer because sometimes when you call yourself a believer, you'll have the drastic mistake to think you got it all together. Yeah but he says you don't have it all together because you can call yourself a believer and you'll still be scattered you can call yourself a servant and still be scattered you can come to church on Sunday preach a great message on Sunday play a great instrument on Sunday serve on the usher board on Sunday serve as a deacon on Sunday and still be scattered because you got to recognize it's not the title you go by but it's the life you live that testifies for the world who you are he says, I'm writing to the folk that have a connection with God, but they are scattered. Can I bless you real quick? You know when you look at your life, there are some areas in your life that you know are scattered. What do you mean by scattered? You talk one way on Sunday, but you talk another way on Monday. You act one way on Sunday, but you act another way on Monday. And God said there needs to be some consistency in your life because some folk will never come to the church because they're looking at you. And you got to be very clear that you can be in church and be scattered. Come on, ain't after nobody in here. I'm trying to get us to understand that God has called us to put church clicks down. God has called us to allow these folks that come to church to feel love, to feel welcome, to feel wanted, to feel embraced, to feel a part, and whether they look like you want them to look, smell like you want them to look, dress like you want them to look, act like you want them to look, don't matter at all because it ain't about you. It's about them knowing that there is a God that can do the unthinkable in their lives, and somebody ought to be able to stand right now and testify. I know he can do it for them because he did it for me. James said, don't say you're a church if you're not going to be a church. Don't say we're all on the same team if you have exclusionary taxes that you use for some people who are supposed to be a part of the team. So James says, I'm writing to the believers who have been scattered.
0: I think I better put this out here um, that you can understand. There's
1: some folk in your family that you have scattered And the reason you have scattered them is because you have put yourself in the seat of judge and jury and you think they are worse than you. You think you are better than them because their flaws are on front street right now. But God wants me to let you know everybody in here have some flaws. I heard you. Everybody in here has some things that if God were revealed to the naked world that you would not want nobody to know. The only reason you can do what you do up in here right now is because God has covered you. Is it anybody here that can testify? I'm grateful that God covers me and the worst of me everybody can't see. And sometimes you gotta be mindful of the fact that just because it looks like on the outside that you got it all together that you know on the inside sometimes you are tore up from the floor up. But my shot is it's because of the grace of God I don't look like what I've been through. Any testimonies up in here that can tell the truth? I come to church and shout, but I'm still struggling because I went through a divorce. I come to church and shout, but I'm still struggling because my family is all torn. I come to church and shout, but I'm still struggling because I have some health issues. I come to church and shout, but I'm still struggling because my children ain't gone astray. I come to church and shout, but I'm still struggling because my wife ain't acting right. I come to church and shout, and I'm still struggling because my finances are all out of whack and sometimes all I can do is shout cause crying ain't helping me. Somebody know what I'm talking about. But if I can just shout my way through I'm a living testimony that every time I open my mouth and say God I can't handle it. If you don't come through, I'm through. God always shows up. Is it anybody here that can wave back at me and say, God has shown up on my behalf? James says, before you look down your arrogant nose at somebody else, remember you've been scattered too. So I'm writing to you. So he says, first thing I got to do is I got to reveal to you who you are. And then he drops down in verse number two and he says, now here's what God is going to do. He's not just going to reveal to us who you are, but then he's going to explain to you why it's necessary. Come on y'all. Did y'all hear what I just said? He's going to explain to us why it's necessary. I need you to get this. Everything that has happened in your life has been necessary. Every up has been necessary. Every down has been necessary. Every shout has been necessary. Every cry has been necessary. Every time you was up, it was necessary, but every time you was down, it was necessary. When you was rocking and aching in pain, it was necessary. And when you couldn't feel the pain, it was necessary. He says you need to understand that God needs to explain to you that everything that has happened in your life was necessary for God to make you and mold you into the person he has created you to be. Now somebody can testify in here right now. You ought to know why I trust him like I trust him because I went through what I went through. You ought to know why I praise him like I praise him because I suffer like I suffer. You ought to know why I shout like I shout because I struggle like I struggle. You ought to know why I lift holy hands. You ought to know why I keep showing up on the sunday morning because i know i should have been dead i know i should have been sleeping in my grave but god knows how to make old death behave will anybody in here shout back at me if you know god has made a way for you sometimes you gotta let folk know don't look at my shot. Because you don't know my story. But if you know my story, you couldn't help but give him glory. Sometimes you want me to sit down. But I can't sit down when I think about the way He's brought me from. He's been drunk for 20 years. But 20 years later, he's sober now. Sometimes you got to tell the Lord, thank you. I ain't where I want to be i'm shouting i'm not where i used to be Will somebody shout up in here and testify because james said when you find yourself in trouble count it all joy Can I back up and ask this question? That last trouble you got in, you didn't see the joy in the trouble on that side. But now that you've made it on this side, will everybody testify in here? Can't nobody do me like the Lord. You want to know why you can shout, he can't nobody do you like the Lord? Because you know what the Lord took you through. That's why David put it this way. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou hast anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Somebody know what I'm talking about in here because David said when all hell broke loose in my life and I wanted to quit and throw in the tower, that's what I discovered. It wasn't me carrying me. That was one set of footprints in the sand and it wasn't my footprints, baby. It was God carrying me through this stuff all alone. will somebody testify in here in the words of love and self? I never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord. So James says, remember God will reveal to who you who you are, but then he will reveal to you why it was necessary I'm trying to I'm trying to learn how to be sophisticated on Sundays, but every now and then when I show up on Sunday, I have a spiritual flashback. And when I have that spiritual flashback, I remember that my past ain't been crystal clean. Hello, somebody. When, when I have that spiritual flashback, I remember that my past ain't always been sanitized. When I have that spiritual flashback, I remember there were some times I didn't like myself. And God still showed up and did the unthinkable in my life. And when I remember how low down I used to be, and then I show up on a Sunday morning and remember what God has brought me from, came ain't no Negro sin from hell stop me from giving God glory up in this place Wait, I'm going to pause right here before I get out your way and give you 13 seconds to walk back down memory lane and think about the times they counted you out. Think about the times they thought you were through. Think about the times you know you did not deserve it. Think about the times you know you had gone astray. Think about the times you know you had messed up. But every time they should have counted you out and kicked you out, God made a way out of no way. Won't God show up in the nick of time and do the unthinkable in? In your life. Well, if God has showed up in the midnight hour on your behalf, I ain't giving you my mic, but you your mic and just take 13 seconds to start telling God thank you. You want to know why you tell him thank you, Marsha? Because he's been good to you. You want to know why you tell him thank you, Donna? Because he's brought you from a mighty a long way. You want to know why you tell him thank you, D, 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 D? Because you went through this and that, but you're still here today. You want to know why you tell him thank you? You tell him thank you, because he did not have to do it, but I'm shouting because he did do it. I don't deserve for him to do it, but I'm shouting because he did it anyhow. My my resume didn't qualify, my credit wasn't good enough, didn't have enough money in the bank account, didn't have enough to be where I need to be but somehow, someway God needs to, y'all look at that Straight. I guess you ain't never been through nothing, you ain't never thought you was through, you ain't never want to throw in the towel life ain't really never been tough for you well for the rest of us we gotta tell God thank you cause we would not be here if it was not for the Lord okay last thing and I'm out your way, I'm getting out your way He says, if action is going to speak louder than words, he says first God has to reveal to you who you are and then God has to reveal to you why it's necessary he'll let you know it's necessary and the reason it's necessary Levar is because God wants to build a relationship with you but you need to recognize the reason he wants to build a relationship with you is because you're going to bump into somebody that don't know him and because they don't know him he's going to use you to introduce them to him I gonna say it one more time he has to build a relationship with you because he's going to let you bump into somebody that don't know him and when they bump into you and they don't know him he's going to let you introduce him to them. Did you hear what I just said one last time? He says you're going to bump into somebody that don't know him but because he's been spending time with you he's going to let you introduce him to them. Did you hear what I just said? And let me raise this question before I get out of your way. When was the last time God used you to introduce him to somebody else? Well that's what James says in verse 22. He says you just can't be a hearer of the word you have to be a doer of the word you just can't lip service lip profess the Lord you've got to live the Lord and sometimes we make the drastic mistake of thinking just because we said we are a Christian that makes us a Christian but I'm here to tell you that you can call yourself a Christian all you want but if you don't have no works to back up what you called yourself you ain't doing nothing but wasting a whole lot of air Because the Bible puts it this way, faith without works is dead. And so he puts it this way, he says God does all of that so he could employ you. Now let me raise this question um, because you've got to get this employment thing because the last time I checked about employment that there is a prerequisite qualifications for every job. And you've got to be qualified. They'll even give you the job requirements. They'll tell you what responsibilities are for the job and then they'll tell you what it takes to receive the job. You've got to have specific qualifications to be employed at certain places. But here is my shout. When I looked at the qualifications to be used by God, it said you had to be a sinner. You had to come short. You had to mess up. You had to be able to lie. You had to be why y'all looking at me strange you have to be some of the lowest of the lowest that you can be used to do some of the highest of the highest he says because a a faith that ain't been tested is a faith that can't be trusted and he says I have called you to be my deputies to go introduce this world to a God why y'all looking at me strange because don't you know we living in an ungodly world don't you know we living in a world that claim to know God but live everything but God you got to recognize that you can't do it your way and still say you're doing it his way so here is what James says he says the reason you can be employed by God is because every day 365 24 7 God is always doing something for you I thought somebody was going to say a little bit more right there. Let me say it one more time. I said every day, 365 days, 24-7, God is doing something for you. Whether you can see it or not, God is doing something for you. Now you know I can run through the list. He woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. He kept a roof over your head. clothes on your back. Food on the table. Gave you an appetite. I can go through all of that, but that ain't enough for me to tell you because he woke the sinner up just like he woke the up But can I tell you the problem is? The problem is I know there's a difference between a saint and a sinner because I know where I came from and this shout ain't about me. This shout is about can anybody testify up in here right now that your shout is about what God has done for you and so he says the next time you stand up I need you to stick your chest out but don't stick your chest out for you stick your chest out for me because I don't want you to just be a hearer of the word I need you to be a doer of the word back up that's verse 22 but back up to verse 12 here's what it says it says because every good and perfect gift comes from above and can I bless you real quick whether you know or not, you are a gifted individual. But don't you brag about the gift as if it's because of you. You're bragging about the gift because you know you don't deserve it. Wait, I'm out of here now. But is there anybody in here that can shout up in here that I have a whole lot of things that I don't deserve. But I'm shouting because even though I don't deserve it, I still have it. may not have what you have. But my shout is, I have something. May not be as high as you, but my shout is, I have something. May not be as equipped as you are, but my shout is, I still have something. Will anybody praise God for the little bit that you still have? Because you know what you have is more than what you deserve. So James says, if there's anybody in here, I need to remind you of this one thing: action speaks louder than words. How do you know action speaks louder than words? Because every day of your life, God says, I can show you're better than I can tell you will anybody testify up in here up in here that every day he shows you that he loves you every day he shows you that he cares about you every day he shows you that he's a heart fixer every day he shows you that he's a mind regulator every day he shows you he can pay your bills without you having a job every day he shows you he can heal your body when the insurance runs out every day he shows you he can bring those family members back together again Isn't anybody in here that can testify I'm not shouting over what I I have done I'm shouting over what he has done and I'm out your way now but for the last two minutes of this sermon is it anybody in here got a reason to tell God thank him well I'll say it one more time Almeida actions speak louder than words if you know he's been good to you your actions are to testify if you know he's brought you from a mighty long way your actions ought to testify. If you know he's turned your life around, your actions ought to testify. If you know he did the unthinkable in your life, I said your actions ought to testify. Because somebody ought to stand up in this place and say, when I look at what the Lord has brought from, not me from, I can't help but tell the Lord thank you. You know that's where I've been trying to get to because when I see you every Sunday morning, that's another reason to tell the Lord thank you. When I know what you've been through, that he still got you here, that's a reason for me to tell the Lord thank you. When I know they counted you out, when I know they said you were dead, when I know they said you'll never make it, when I know they said you'll never amount to nothing, that's a reason for me to tell the Lord thank you. Can I testify up in here, up in here? I want to tell the Lord thank you. Because a few months ago, they said she was done. A few months ago, they said she'll never have a cognitive memory again. A few months ago, they said go ahead and write the obituary. A few months ago, they said go ahead and call the cemetery. A few months ago, they said get the family together and go ahead and start plotting the end of the story. But can I tell you, man has a diagnosis but God has the last prognosis and the prognosis is, she's back again. Will somebody testify up in here? I'm shouting today because he has implored me to tell somebody else God can do what he wants to do. Will anybody testify up in here, up in here? I'm out of here because I want to tell God thank you, But I don't want to get too emotional because I want to be dignified. But every now and then, when I think about where he's brought me from, every now and then, when I think about what it cost me over, every now and then, when I think about what it brought me through, my hand goes up in the air, my head goes back, and I got to open my mouth and just tell the Lord. I said, "Actions speak louder than words. Don't tell me you love me, show me you love me. Don't tell me you're on my side, show me you're on my side. Don't tell me you're going to be faithful. Show me you're going to be faithful. Don't tell me you'll always be there. Show me you're going to be there. Because when I look at God, his actions are always louder than his words. Because every time I turn around, I keep bumping into goodness. Every time I turn around, I keep bumping into grace. Every time I turn around, I keep bumping into mercy. Is there anybody in here that don't mind testifying? Can't nobody... I said, can't nobody do me like Jesus. If the Lord has been good to you, if the Lord has turned your life around, if the Lord has fixed your heart, changed your mind, gave you a new outlook, if the Lord has been good to you, why don't you help me testify? Thank you for sparing me thank you for delivering me thank you for holding me thank you for holding my family thank you for keeping my loved ones but thank you for giving me Jesus cuz can't nobody You know, sometimes you got to check the room and see who in the room with you. And every Sunday, something changes. But again, actions speak louder than words. You can tell me anything, but I want to watch and see what you do.